We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Football Friday on The Fan. Look, somebody! This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. Take the fight to them. The Fan. Hewitt, going to go back to throw the ball. Sets up, looks, throws toward the corner of the end zone. It is intercepted! Intercepted! The next turn the ball! Down to the 35, the 40! Kenny Wayne's going to score! Kenny Wayne's going to score! Kelly! Touchdown! Touchdown! Kenny Wayne's on the interception! The most incredible last minute to the football game! There he was, the voice of the Ducks, Kenny Wheaton, the pick. One of the moments in Oregon Duck football history that will live forever. A true turning point for the Oregon program and the man who was on the call uh, for that and really every other game since. Jerry Allen, the voice of the Ducks, kind enough to join us now. Jerry, how are you today? Ah, Dusty, my friend, I miss getting to see you on a regular basis. I'm doing well, thanks. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. I will. I'll definitely see you tomorrow. Okay. I'll stop by the booth tomorrow and uh, say hi to you and 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 Jorgie and Joey and Terry and, and the whole gang. But we've been doing this all show long, um, and I wanted to know uh, we're doing shout out life. Uh, you have any veterans in your life that you want to shout out? Uh, yeah. Gosh, if I can do it without crying. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> Uh, this is kind of hard for me. I, I was a Navy guy, okay? I was a Navy. My dad was Navy. Um, I have a grandson who went into the Marines, um, wow. did four years, came out. Things were going tough, and, and uh, a year or so ago, he took his life. So oh, he's man. still a veteran, okay? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. God, uh, love veterans. Uh, love them all. Love them all. And uh, yeah. the Danny over here is uh, sitting right across from me. He's an Air Force veteran. Um, and it, it is a day where we share all, all of the the love for all the vets out there. Um, so thank you for sharing that. No doubt. Yeah. Thank Thanks you for sharing, sharing that. that. And, and, I'm, and I'm sorry for your, your family's loss. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you. Let's get to the things that we that we love to to talk about and the things that make us happy. Uh, let's talk about this football game coming up. I mean, we have seen this Oregon football team grow in front of our very eyes, uh, Jerry and. Uh, can you kind of take us through, from your lens, where we were um, at, at that first game in Georgia to rifling off these eight straight wins and what this team looks like now? Yeah, it's uh, it's something that if you tried to explain to people could happen, 
I don't know anybody <laughs> that would have believed it. Maybe other than in, maybe the coaching staff or and some of the guys in that football team. I mean, it didn't seem possible that Oregon could become this good of a football team after that loss. But I, I kind of think I, no, no losses are good, Dusty. But I think that. Dan Lanny went into that game against Georgia and told his team, guys, you've got to be better than you are. This is a good team. This is different football. You've got to be better. And I think, I think his team was sort of like, yeah, okay, coach, we got this. And, and then they didn't. And mm-hmm. then when they got home, I think he looked at them and said, well, I tried to tell you, didn't I? Now you're ready to learn. Yeah. And I think that's what they've done. They've opened their minds up. And they've allowed Dan Lanning and their staff to, to teach him how to be a better football team in so many different ways. And I think having Bo Nix there as a veteran, um, probably a better quarterback, even when he was at Auburn, you look at the team around him and all the variables, you never know. But right now, uh, he's about as good as you can get. Joe, when you, when you look at this game and you, and you look at the opportunity that's there for, for Oregon and for Washington, uh, the – kind of earmarks that they could put on uh, their respective seasons. What's what's a more important side of the ball here? Is it how good Oregon and, and, and Washington's offenses can be, or is it how good each individual, uh, each, each team's defenses can be? Well, I, I think we already know, guys, how good both the offenses are. There's mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind that Washington's offense is elite. They've got one of the best quarterbacks, number one in a lot of rankings in the nation, in Michael mm-hmm. Penix. Uh, receivers. I mean, they're, they're throwing the ball all over the field, a ton of yards. I mean, they're just getting it done. Their offense, firing at all cylinders. Oregon's is as well, very balanced, can run the ball, can throw the ball, very efficient, don't turn it over. So when I look at this game, I look and say, okay, which defense is going to be able to handle both of those hot offenses? Which defense is going to – is going to shut down the other, you know, one or two times and take away an opportunity to score. And that could be a turnover or it could be stopping them on third down, which Oregon hasn't been really great at this year. And Washington has been very good at converting third down. So uh, it, the defense is really going to be a key for me. Absolutely. We're talking with Jerry Allen, voice of the Ducks. Um, this rivalry mean, means a ton. Uh, and we've seen it kind of go, I mean, you've seen it firsthand from uh, taking butt kickings to to getting uh, to giving some butt kickings, and now we're coming back to two teams that are, are very strong right now in in, in button heads. What what does this rivalry mean to to the Ducks football players? Because it kind of seems like we're getting that sense of a, a renewed rivalry and kind of you know a bitter taste in your mouth going up against the other uh, the, the Huskies. Yeah, I think part of that is too when when. When Washington was really good and they were kicking Oregon's tail around, you know, they kind of looked down their nose at us because Oregon wasn't very good and they owned us. And, and then that kind of turned, and then Oregon fans in the program kind of looked down their nose at Washington and they weren't very good. They were struggling and we owned them. And, but now they're, they're, I think they're both at a, in a level where the winner of this game, uh, and even over the next few years, um, I think both these teams are going to be good as a chance to represent the Pac-12 or whatever it is uh, to the rest of the nation. And so I think I think it's really important for both teams to to show up. One of them's got to win. The team that wins have a chance to lift up Pac-12 on the West Coast and say, "Hey, the rest of you guys, you don't believe you better believe in us now because one of us is going to get up that in that final four, hopefully." But it was um, it wasn't that many years ago when this game didn't mean anything other than to the two teams playing 
And even then, it was maybe only one team because the other team didn't have a chance. Now the nation, I think, is looking at this game going, okay, this is a little interesting. And that's good. It's good to have both teams be really good. This is the first time that you've had both teams be really good <laughs> in a while. Uh, this has been a, a one-sided rivalry. And Dustin and I were talking about this yesterday. The idea of a rivalry, you've got to have these opportunities that pop up with something at least remotely on the line. And obviously there's going to be more on the line for the Ducks here. But as the Ducks get ready to take on Washington and they've got Utah and Oregon State, how much of this game is about just this game but also preparing them to close out the season and have that opportunity, again, not to look forward, but this is that, that road that, or that bridge you have to cross if you want to put yourself in a position for a college football playoff. How much of that is kind of like building into the groundswell of creating an atmosphere of just absolute chaos tomorrow? Well, I think that that's you know that really is it. I mean, it's a rivalry game already because it's Oregon and Washington, and there have been things done down through the years that have been passed on by fans and players and coaches that we all know about. But but now it means so much more for Oregon. It doesn't assure them of a college football playoff, but it assures them of still being considered or in the hunt, eligible. If they lose, they're not. Uh, for Washington, if they can win this game, they're looking at a pretty decent ball game. I they're not going to jump up in that final, that final four, but they'll they have a chance to maybe finish as the highest or one of the highest teams in the Pac-12. So that that helps, you know, their their new staff recruiting. That helps their program and their fans say, okay, we're back. But they lose this game, and and a lot of those things go away for both teams. You know, it it was incredible. That UCLA game, Otson was rocking again. And it kind of felt like Otson was back to when this team was was reaching new heights that the program had never felt before. As a guy who sat in that play-by-play booth for, for years and years, uh, are you getting that feeling that that magic is, is coming back to Otson Stadium? Oh, there's no doubt Do we lose him? I think we lost him. I think we lost him. I think Rust is cutting off the mics right there. Uh, we we lost Jerry very quickly, but I want to get that answer from him because that's something that I I I can't wait to hear. Is it? I, I will tell you this. Dirt and I kind of sat next to each other at one point during the UCLA game, and we took an, a look at each other and we said, "Whoa!" Like that the that reverb where you're teeth mm-hmm. start rattling. Brock Heward mentioned it on the broadcast. He goes, listen, I'm going to step aside from my, my Husky lineage. He goes, this press box right now is shaking. It was insanely yeah. loud inside Autzen Stadium for that UCLA game. And now you get a 4 o'clock kick, which is, that is almost the perfect time. It's the right amount of booze. Yeah. Yeah, you you're not, get you're a not good... too liquored up, but you're mm-hmm. you're 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 definitely lubricated. It's going to be a good runway yes. for it, and that is that to me is I, I'm super excited to see kind of where we where we land on that front as far as th- this stadium in, in absolutely going crazy for Oregon and Washington. Um, we're we're trying to we're efforting getting getting Jerry back on. Um, I have no idea what we're looking at over there on the other side. Are we ready? We ready? Jerry, you back? You there? See, that's the Huskies. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, we cut out right before, but I, I really wanted to know. I wanted to get your 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 answer on that. And right when you started answering, like it, it was the perfect cliffhanger. They cut it off at the right moment because you said, "Oh yeah," and then it just cut out on us. But we were talking about the the odds and magic, and it kind of felt like it was back for that UCLA game. But uh, it was the loudest I'd, I'd heard that stadium. Do you feel that uh, now and kind of the energy around the program too? Oh, there's no doubt about it. And I, I, what I mentioned was, I think you go back, you know, prior to Dan Lanning getting here, Mario Cristobal, a couple of years of run the ball, not very exciting offenses, you know, hard for crowds to get into that. And yeah. then you had the COVID year or two in there that really slowed things and took people out of a rhythm and out of, gosh, what do we do? How do we do? Um, there were a few years before there that things weren't exciting. Dan Lanning has brought exciting football back again. The yeah. offense is just so much fun to watch. And when UCLA came in with Chip Kelly, people just got it back. They just found it again and went, oh, this is what we used to do. This is fun. And I think it's back. I think this is the way it's going to be. I don't think you're going to see odds and not. Tomorrow is going to be absolutely crazy, absolutely crazy. You talk about Dan Lanning and kind of putting his, his imprint on this university and on this team right now. The world in Washington has got this kind of same opportunity as he's reshaping the Huskies after a 4-8 and eight season. When you look at this, how much do you think that the identities that these coaches are creating are going to play into not only this game, but kind of this rivalry going forward? Because these are both first-year coaches with these programs that, well, we're not in the era of coaches staying for long periods of time at any university outside of maybe Alabama right now. These guys both look like they shape up to be guys who are going to be part of these universities for at least the next five, six, seven years. And how do you think that this first matchup between these guys kind of shapes them going forward? Well, they're you know they're both so young. Uh, when you look at some of the great college coaches across the nation, you know a lot of the a lot of those guys been around for a while, and and this is kind of a new generation of coaches. Dan Lanning is so young, and and um, and he. He's got a charisma about him. He's got a personality that's different than some of the the old style coaches. I mean, uh, even though he coached under some of those, and DeVore, same thing. They just hmm. they seem to identify with their players and their coaching staff differently than a Nick Saban or, or you, you name any of those really the top ten coaches that have been there for a long time. It's a different generation. I, I don't know how to define it. Hmm. Define the, that difference. It's it just that. Dan Lanning, I think the board probably the same way, shows genuine appreciation for the fans and, and what they mean to his program, to the media and what they mean to his program, and to his team and staff. Um, it, it's not I'm here. Uh, Chip Kelly was a great example of I don't care who you are or what you do. If you're not a part of my football program, you can't help me. I don't care about you. Okay, mm. These two guys are the exact opposite. They appreciate everybody around them and are totally enjoying being where they are. Ah, Jerry, I'm excited for this one tomorrow. It'll be a 4 o'clock kick down at Autzen Stadium. Uh, you, Jer- uh, you, Georgie, Terry, and Joey take over at 2 o'clock after our pregame show gets done from noon to 2. I can't wait for it. Uh, I can't wait to get up in the press box, and I'll come by and say, uh, swing by and say hi to you as well. Uh, a- another one, another installment of Oregon and Washington. It's going to be a fun one tomorrow. Thank you for the time, Jerry. 
Oh, I love being on with you guys. Let's do it again. Uh, maybe just before the biggest game of the year, huh? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. There, there he is, Jerry Allen, the voice of the Ducks. Uh, you got to love Jerry. He is He's an awesome guy. And uh, if you love hearing his calls of games and the banter that he had with Georgie and Joey and Terry, uh, it's it, he's, he's, he's like that all the time. He's just yeah. a, he's a great dude. Uh, one of the great people that we have in, in in our sports broadcasting world. He's that throwback that just, oh. uh, you know how they always say that baseball is the talking sport? Oh, yeah. He kind of has that same vibe in a football game, which it's not easy to do. That conversationalist just pull up a chair next, next to your buddy at the bar. Yep. And even me as a non-Duck fan, I'll flip it on on drives when... Uh, when yeah. I'm driving around, just because it's a good call. Love him. Yeah, you gotta love it. And um, as we continued also, and, and he did. I mean, I, I don't think there's a, a person that was listening that didn't get choked up uh, when he was telling his Veterans Day stories. Yeah, I, as well. I'm still fighting that back. That was not expected. <clears throat> um, a great, a great man, a great, a great asset that we have here. No. Uh, with Jerry Allen, we got more text though, and we're gonna read your text, your shout outs too. Uh, your veterans out there. Happy Veterans Day to my grandfather, Sergeant uh, Brett Morrissey, World War II U.S. Army 44th Infantry Division. His division fought for 147 consecutive days of frontline combat in the German border and were first into Germany. Their 146 consecutive days on the front line were by far the most by any Allied unit in all of World War II. Yeah. During his time, he fought a hand-to-hand against Nazis, defended against uh, largest German counter-offensive in World War II, earned three bronze stars for bravery, God. two Purple Hearts, which he turned down because he felt he was not wounded enough to accept them. Thank you to all the World War II vets and every vet after. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. Anytime I hear about guys who were on the front in Germany in the cold in the winters or like at Bastogne or... Uh, landing in Normandy, or the inf- the airborne infantry that got scattered across France yeah. uh, in the in the, the years of the invasion. Just like I said, that generation truly just the wildest and most insane things that as a nation we've ever had as individuals. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That is fan text on. This is Danny Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Alien A Sports Club. On 1080 The Fan. 503-250-1080, uh, Veterans Day. We're giving our Veterans Day shout-out. Shout-out to my uh, 
friend's grandfather, Billy Crosby, United States Marine Marine Corps Navajo Code Talker, RIP. Hell, yeah, those guys were badasses. Yeah, and they were treated like crap. Yeah. That's that's another one of those. They were badasses, though. They were. Uh, you, you throw that, you know, that those World War II groups where you had the, the code talkers, you yeah. had the Tuskegee Airmen, you had so many marginalized communities that stepped up in the face of just bone-shearing nastiness and did things in the face of adversity that you wouldn't believe on top of being in a World War. Yeah. Have you have you heard, uh, you've heard of uh, Joe Medicine Crow? No. He was the last ever... Uh, Code Docker? No, War Chief. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and he served in World War II. Mm. And uh, so it was something like he was born when Woodrow Wilson was in office and he died after meeting Barack Obama. Like Good he, Lord. He, he's a long time. He's alive. Um, but in World War II, he earned the distinction of being a, a war chief and, like, the last war chief mm-hmm. because, like, there's things you have to do. Like, you have to touch a... You have to touch a uh, uh, an adversary without killing them. Hmm. Okay, you have to steal a horse, which he stole like fifty Nazi horses. <laughs> yes, like this dude was like a badass. Like you have to kill somebody like hand to hand. I think is something which happens a do. lot more than we talk about when World War Two. But he all did it in uh, World War Two. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, again, of the Crow Nation. Joe the, the the stuff in World War One, World War Two, like I, again, I never want to glorify war, but what no. what people endured and came back to is still just every, for anybody that hasn't seen it. My favorite show of all time is Band of Brothers. Hmm. It, it 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 beats everything. I watch it every single year. I've watched it. I took a, a military leadership class in in college, hmm. and we watched Band of Brothers, and we had to write a paper on it because it it's, it's mostly true to form. Yeah. Like they, they, for those that don't know, it, it follows around Easy Company, uh, the original Airborne, and like you, you get guys like Bill Garnier who are heavily featured in the series, uh, and you, you're getting interviews from them mm-hmm. in between the episodes. And if you can make it through a single episode, let alone the entire series, without having gut wrenching tears, you are soulless. Yeah, like it, it will rip apart your insides. Yeah. Okay. I just brought up uh, Joe Medicine Crow. Mm-hmm. The four tasks required to become a war chief. Do touch it. an enemy without killing him. Okay. Taking the enemy's weapon. Leading a successful Ooh. war party. And stealing an enemy's horse. Uh, apparently he stole like 50 horses. That's so rad. He touched the living enemy soldier and disarmed him after he turned a corner and found himself face to face with a German soldier. The collision knocked the German soldier back to the ground. Crow lowered... Uh, on his weapon, and the two fought hand-to-hand. In the end, Crow got the best of the German, grabbing him by the neck and choking him. Uh, he was going to kill the German soldier on the spot when a man screamed out, uh, when the man screamed out for Mama, Mr. Crow then let him go. When they, it, was like a, it was basically a kid, kid being forced to fight. Yeah. And when he yelled for his mom, he's like, I can't do this. And so he let him go. Um. Yeah, he stole fifty horses owned by the Nazi SS from a German camp. Oh, he stole from the SS too. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Um. He's in rode off singing a traditional crow honor song as he rode <laughs> off. This. I mean, honestly, that's that's like playing your favorite song after you steal somebody's car. Yeah. That's just <laughs> really awesome. Is. That the level of the level of gangster right now for this guy is just at peak. Whenever he went into battle, he would he would he would wear his war paint. 
in, uh, beneath his uniform, and he would use a sacred yellowed painted eagle feather provided by the Sundance medicine man beneath his helmet. So he would wear feathers and war paint going Hell yes! That dude was a badass. Listen, I'm telling you right now, I see that guy in the trench next to me, I'm like, yeah, we good today, <laughs> ladies and fo- gentlemen. I'm following that guy. <laughs> we good today. Following Joe Medicine Crow. <laughs> yeah. I actually just, I was reading, I, I found out about him today. I was reading about him God, today. Yeah, I, I'm a huge military history buff, and I've never never heard his name yeah, before. Yeah, dude, I love that. You'll go down to Vortex now that you know of Joe Medicine Oh, God, yeah. No, I'm going to... I'm going to dive into that this week. Love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, 503-250-1080. That is a fan text line. Let's get back to some sports, shall we? Um, we shall. we got a lot of games going on. One, the front runner for the MVP, it's not looking good. First is Russ with SportsCenter. It's a football Friday on Danny and Dusty, and we did have a Quaalude in the building. We we were talking about it earlier. He was literally working upstairs in the fourth floor of our building uh, when uh, we got the text about uh, the the veteran shout-outs, and we were kind of just... we, we brought him in for a second, got to meet him, say hi, say what's up, show him around the old studio, show him the uh, water closet we were working in. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very, very cool to be able to just kind of grow, you know, a little bit of, uh, not even an audience, but just like kind of grow the relationship with folks around as we kind of get uh, settled into our new, our new studio, our new surroundings. Back. Yeah, it's awesome. It is. It's, it's awesome. super cool. It's very, it is very cool. We um, don't get the people watching that we got on the waterfront, but we, we do get no, to at least uh, see. Well, I mean, we get people watching, but now it's, you know, it's perhaps, a whole different variety yeah, here. Yeah, it's a guy taking a poop on the front patio. Man. <laughs> I've seen it twice now. Twice. Two dumps? I've seen him drop trowel twice. Yeah, I've, I've yeah witnessed a couple of dumps out there on the front steps. I've seen him actually cooking his drugs at least five different Not, times. Yeah, I haven't seen the process, but the result. Yeah, no, I've walked out during the process. And I'm like, I'm going to the back door. Okay. Yeah, good times. Okay. Um, let's get to Josh Allen is hour to hour, according to his head coach, Sean McDermott. Insane. This is the frontrunner for the Most Valuable Player Award in the National Football League. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. You're not hour to hour. You're out. Can you imagine what Buffalo must be thinking? Like, this was the year, man. This is the year that they've gearing up for. You get Von Miller. You help that pass rush. You're number one team in the AFC right now. You're playing really good football. You have the quarterback. and You have dudes everywhere. His elbow. I would be concerned if I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. Terrified. Because... Now, if you're going down the road of he doesn't need surgery, they're going to let him sit for a while. Then sit him and stop talking about hour-for-hour stuff. We talked about this yesterday. Case Keenum can win you probably four of your next six games. Are you going to look at a guy who is going to be, I mean, we're talking, I don't know, you going to bring him back in late December then and then roll him out in Buffalo in the cold weather and say, go win us some games, right? If he takes a couple of weeks off, he takes a month off. Can you tread water in an AFC where it, the standings, they are not kind. They, now, their their schedule isn't incredibly tough. But, I mean, just look at the division. 
you, you're one game out of being in third place in your own division, for goodness sakes. You're two games out of being dead last in the AFC East. And as the playoff picture is, is sorting out, they're at 6-2, and two, and they are the leaders in the AFC, and they do have the tiebreaker because they have a head-to-head with the Kansas City Chiefs. But if you go down in ninth place is the Cincinnati Bengals, which is tied with New England at 5-4. and four. You're two games away from being in ninth in the AFC right now. That's the thing is, you know, in the NFC, you can get away with week maybe two. Hell, three. Well, you know what? Let me take that back. Four. <laughs> because the Packers and Bucks are still in the running. In the AFC, if you don't keep it going, you're going to get overtaken yeah. very quickly. If I'm the Bills right now, I shut Josh Allen down and pray. Because if you try to ride this out and his arm falls off and you go full Petey, our our birds our people's <laughs> our, our birds' heads are falling off, and all of a sudden his elbow falls off, Lloyd Christmas, then you are totally screwed. Yeah, you shut him down for two three weeks, ice it up, shoot it up, do whatever it is you do, mm. send him to Germany. I don't care, but if you try to put him out there, I mean, again, we saw what happened last game. Yes, he made that one deep throw. We also saw him air. He looked like rookie Josh Allen. He was sailing throws. You can't if you throw him out there and you lose, then what? Did the Jets steal Josh Allen's superpower of accuracy? Ooh, I like that. We 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 go in full uh, Space Jam. <laughs> it would look like they, it. They gave him a magic ball. It looked like it, except for then he uncorked like a seventy-yard pass that hit his receiver. In the face after dropping it like right over yeah. defensive back. He he also probably had a bottle of Josh's secret stuff on the sideline. Yeah, well, that, it's legal in the NFL. It you is. You can basically take whatever the hell you want. It's very true. But yeah, they they need to figure this out, and I think you have to err on the side of rest him and hope Case Keenum can win you some games, mm. or if not, not even not win you some games, not lose you some games. Yeah, because they do have the tools on both sides. Otherwise, to be effective. How about this? Um, we're mentioning the Jets. I I found this to be just an incredible stat. This is from Brett Coleman. He uh, he he's the creator of the Film Room. Hmm. Receivers covered by Sauce Gardner this year. Oh, this is disgusting. I've seen this. Amari Cooper, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. That's, not running from the grind. That is 11 not like top-end to elite wide receivers. Total catches versus man coverage, 4 for 28 yards against those 11 receivers. He's a rookie. No, he, he is a rookie. I, I I don't mean this because I'm a I'm a Raiders homer. Dude. But I have not seen a DB come into the NFL on day 1 like this since Charles Woodson. Yeah. I mean, you usually take a couple years to ramp up. It's usually year 3 when your your mental ability matches your physical ability as a corner. Years 3 through 6, those are corner peaks. You're seeing a year one corner because of his length and his already his football IQ, where teams are next year they're not going to throw at him. Mm-mm. They're just they're they're going to go to the other side of the field. They're already doing it. You're already doing it. That, that's insane. You got this house. It, literally, the last time we saw this was Charles Woodson, a Hall of Fame corner. Oh man. <clears throat> um. And they do play a lot of zone, but uh, Still. those eleven guys, kidding me? That's really good. That's really good. Um. <clears throat> all right. Chief, hey, this text says Chiefs won a Super Bowl resting Mahomes in the middle of the season. Yeah, didn't, maybe he dislocated his knee. 
Yeah. That was gross. It was really bad. That hasn't happened really ever. Like, I mean, dislocate the guy dislocates his knee and he comes back and he's oh, like, yeah, you no. know what? I'm good. I'm good. Super Bowl. Well, I mean, they put and that. And nothing has happened since. Like, no. his knee is just like, yeah, fine. It was, it was, what? It was the right level of injury in the sense of you didn't have any other tears alongside it. And also they shot him full of all the dirt. Remember, he could not move. Yeah. He, <clears throat> he was Peyton Manning in the pocket at that point in time. Oh, man. That knee brace he had on was a tank. Yeah. All right. Uh, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. Uh, we will get you set for the weekend of uh, football right here on the fan and send you off to primetime next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. This is a football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. It's brought to you by the a and Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. For now. Yeah, I guess for now. <laughs> uh, we've been doing shout-outs for, for all the vets out there in your lives. Um, this one says, want to shout-out my grandfathers, Terry uh, Storm, Tim Goldfarb, and Benjamin Flores. All still alive. Hey, look at that. Uh, Benjamin was a Marine fighter pilot in Vietnam and flew 100 successful missions. Total badass. That is a total badass move. Yeah, listen, being a pilot in World War One, World War Two, is not like being a pilot today. Yeah. Uh, there's the whole anti-air batteries. Like that yeah. was a, a flat cannons. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, there was a numbers game back then. It was literally we send out a thousand aircraft, knowing full well that 20 percent of it Damn. isn't going to make it back. No thanks. Like, that's crazy when you think about it. I uh, want to thank my nephew, Jeff. Just made E9 in the Navy this year. Oh, shout out to E9 Chief. Master Chief. I don't know what that means. So the Navy's a little bit different in the sense of uh, E1 through E9 in all branches. It's yeah. enlisted. Oh. It's enlisted ranks 1 through 9. Hell yeah, Jeff. Uh, when you make E7 or uh, senior NCO yeah. uh, in the Navy, mm-hmm. you uh, you move into a, like a, another class of human being. You are basically a godlike figure. So on ships and, and submarines and stuff like that, there's only there's certain places, certain paths that only senior officer or senior uh, uh, NCOs can take. Mm. Like a, a chief in the Navy is is the right hand of God. Sweet. So an E nine in the Navy, man, that's that's bad. That, that's 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 like Zeus. The text continues. It's hard to take since I'm an Army vet. Best bets are always on the Army Navy, America's greatest rivalry game. That's one of the games I want to go to. Army Navy. Oh game. God, yeah. I, I uh, go. And and thank you to whoever's texting. Not just Jeff, yeah. but Army vet Army who vet. just texts. Thank you. Listen, if you ever get the opportunity to go to any of the Academy games, mm. they are awesome. Mm. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. All the pomp and circumstance and the history around it, but Army Navy, listen, even as an Air Force guy, is the best event. But Air Force is the best team. Deal with it. <clears throat> okay. We're better. I'm dealing with it. I'm I'm dealing with it. We're better. Oh man. Um okay. We I I now we're just getting a few more I I'm now we got sports in there too. If I missed you, I'm very sorry. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get them all. I'm trying to get them all here. Um <clears throat> All right, we got big football g- coming up. Um this weekend, we've got rivalry game, number 25, Washington, heading to number 6, Oregon. That Our pregame coverage starts at 12, right here on the fam. Uh, I, this is a big game down in Corvallis, because if you want to talk about a team that could give uh, some struggles to uh, the Oregon State Beavers, the California Golden Bears, they just are that, that, 
that team that is not giving up despite the fact they are three and six and don't have a whole hell of a lot that they're playing for right now. If you look at statistically, everything should tell you Oregon State has got a ton to play for. But it is get up off the mat time and fight again. And Jonathan Smith's guys have always done that. Um, and they have, like, just to think of it, three games this season where the winning score is in the final 15 seconds of the game. Mm-hmm. Think of that. That is nuts to think about how nip and tuck these games have been uh, for for the Beavs. But you get a Cal team that you can throw on them. That's fine. Throw on them all you want. Their run defense is really damn good. It is. They are really, really good. They're going to make Goranson throw the ball, and it's not going to be 19 times for 82 yards. No, 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 no. But uh, can the Beavs' uh, run defense be as good as they've been all year? Because, I mean, they've been lights out as well, man. They give up 118 yards on the ground. And, and they're a great tackling team. There's one thing Ott can do. Break a tackle. He can break a tackle. He, listen, he was a problem in the open field for USC. Mm-hmm. You know, USC is not as sure of tacklers as Oregon State. But if you're looking for your game-breaker opportunity, that is it. Jay Knott breaks tackles. Uh, so that'll be an exciting one, too. And I feel that just has a that has weirdness written all over it. Uh, but I think the Beavs come out on top of that um, as well. I, another kind of game to watch and keep an eye on, Arizona at UCLA. I, like UCLA, just I'm, I'm just, why am I worried about UCLA every week? I just feel like UCLA is, is one of those teams that they can they can get got on the chin because they're fraudulent. Are they? They are. I don't. Uh, their defense I, I, better I, than USC's. I, I have deeply held beliefs about this, so that may be informing something here. But you know, <laughs> bias confirmation <laughs> on your part. You just want Perhaps. your biases confirmed. Yeah, you know. I um, that way. But I mean, they got into a shootout last week with Arizona State, and it's just like no, like I don't want. I don't want. If you want to shoot, don't get into a shootout with Arizona because that won't end well. No, if you let them sit there and, and let Jaden Delora pick you apart, he will just do it with just violent ease. Oh man. <clears throat> um. Okay. <laughs> Man, look at this. Uh, we even got, like, appreciate you guys. Love the show. And even though you were in the chair force, thanks for your service. The jokes. jokes no, no, in there. Yeah, no, trust me. It, the, the people that are that are allowed, so <laughs> making jokes across branches oh, and that came, is that, what we're allowed to do. That, that one, by the way, came from a person who says, I'm the only combat veteran in my family, to my knowledge. Joined the Corps after the towers went down, deployed uh, to... Our Ramadani in Iraq, 2004 or 2005 and 2009. Ramadi, Ramadi, R A M A D I. Yep, that's yep, right. yep. Uh, and then in Afghanistan, 2010, 2011. Yep. Uh, fought it alongside the first battalion, Fifth Marines. Thank you. There you go. Thank you, and the third battalion, Fifth Marines. Thank you, guys. Thank you to all the people that served in our country. Um, Appreciate all of you, veteran yeah. or not. Uh, everybody who's, who's who's sent in some love today. Um, and unfortunately, as we had Jerry on today talking about uh, one of his veteran family members taking his own life, that's the kind of thing. What you, you try to remember today is that the war doesn't stop when you come home. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Uh, thank you, too, Danny. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, up next, you got Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday, noon to 3, right here on The Fan. And again, hey, if you're in Autzen tomorrow, hey, holler at me. I'll stop be around. By. Kenny Wayton's going to score! Kenny Wayton is going to score! Super duper big play! Quack, quack! Quack, quack!
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.